Hey everyone, David Chandler here, Chief Meteorologist at Fox 5 here in Atlanta. I am enjoying my second act. Can you believe it's been five years since I joined Fox 5? Unbelievable. So I salute my longtime friend Cadillac Jack and his wife Donna on their new adventure. So you guys sit back and enjoy Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019, and, well, I was fired. So welcome to my second act. And my name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. I am very grumpy today. No kidding. It's the weather. It is the weather. In Atlanta right now, we have had four seasons, literally in four days. We had 70-degree weather. We experienced snow. Flooding. Flooding. An earthquake. An earthquake. Yeah, I forgot about the earthquake. And just torrential rain. And here's why I'm grumpy. Mm-hmm. I These kids do not understand how to take their shoes off before they come in the house. So I go upstairs and like Will has worn his work boots upstairs. We have white like cream carpet. And there are footprints everywhere. And you stay on them about this. So this Constantly. is something that he just is. Leave your shoes downstairs right. in the mudroom. And then there's the dogs. And they are, they're, they're so stir crazy because it's so rainy. They're going out and they are like digging, they're digging like an under, an underground railroad, seriously, to get out. I don't know where they're going, but I mean, have you seen some of the holes that they've dug? I have. Yeah. And then they come in with muddy feet and you can yell at them, but they, they, they can't leave their paws. They just yawn, they just yawn at you. <sighs> yes. Go back to bed. Roscoe, one of our two hound dogs has become so lazy. He now barks. He howls. He has a foghorn leghorn type howl. He howls from the couch. He doesn't even get up. He didn't even go to the door no. anymore. If he sees, you know, the landscape people or a delivery, um, UPS or somebody come to the door. I mean, he is. Uh, he is lazy. Just like these kids. Run to the door normally. He won't, he won't even do that anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to work on my grumpiness, but the weather's got to get better. Yeah. Soon. Core 57 hype song. My Core 57 hype song was um, Dirk Bentley, Come a Little Closer for Valentine's Day. That's like a sweet mm. song. Mine that's like a- that's like baby making music, you know? Yeah. Thomas Rhett and his wife need to quit listening to baby making music. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Thomas Rhett needs to pick up a pen or hit voice record on his voice memo and start writing a song because... There's clearly none of that going on around the house. There's just playing hide the potato with as many kids as they have. Is this their third, I think, right now? Third daughter. I All think right. it's cute. Core 57 hype song for me is, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin. Oh. Freeway of Love. That is a great song. That's a good one. I had it cranked up on the way here today. Freeway of Love. Were you playing the part of Aretha? I play all the parts. Oh, I play them all. You're like the backup singer. You're the tambourine player. The all of it. I funny. There, I have a story about um, playing the role of Aretha Franklin with a tambourine. I can't wait. You mean, do we have time for me to tell that one later in the in, sure. in this episode? Okay, all right. Freeway love from you've always been good on the tambourine, Aretha Franklin. I had a joke, a, a long running gag on the morning show, and Chris Stapleton hit, and his wife suddenly decides to go on tour with him. My joke was that she was on tour not to play the tambourine and sing backup. She was on tour to take Chris and make sure everything's above point on the road. 
That's what like I like watch over him. Yeah, absolutely. I will Morgana. say Isn't like, her name Morgana. Morgana. Yeah. Morgana. Right. She just Morgana? started when 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 he signed his first deal. He being um, Chris Stapleton when he signed his first deal. That's when Luann was her name. Her name's not Luann. <laughs> we think it's Morgana. When that's when she started taking tambourine lessons. She never picked up a tambourine before, but she was not letting her husband Chris Stapleton go on the road without her. It is babies like, in tow now. Yeah, they have like three. I think they had twins, and then I think they had another one. She, it was funny when she played the piano. I mean, like the piano, the um, tambourine. She kind of like banging on her on her leg, but she always had like one eye on him, like and on the crowd, and it was interesting. Yeah, she was even on Saturday Night Live playing that tambourine. She, I'm telling you, she takes her tambourine everywhere, everywhere he goes, and she'll play it. The coronavirus. I caught a little heat for saying that death starts at two sixty nine. But I stand by it. I just, yeah. If it was you, extreme. you are putting your life into your hands, on hands, if you are going on a cruise for spring break, which is coming up in the next three, four weeks for most everybody. I, I will okay. say, I think that you're scaring people. I think maybe that's the case if you're headed to China, if your boat is headed to China. An Atlanta couple, though, on this quarantine ship, the Diamond Princess, has tested positive for coronavirus. I know. That's very sad. But they're, I, you know, they've say, they're saying their son says that they're progressing well mm-hmm. and the medicine's helping. Sure. We hope so. I don't think if you're going to Key West or the Bahamas, you know, I wouldn't get on a break. plane right now. I wouldn't get on a plane. Okay. My buddy that I told you about, who is on the Princess Diamond cruise ship, my what, buddy. MJ. My buddy. Yes. And MJ's white bread. Mm-hmm. Some updates. They went out to sea. Since we last visited and did some circles, they did some circles, some, some sea maintenance or whatever it is. And then when they came back to port, they pulled in the opposite way. So now he has, <laughs> he, he and his wife from their suite are looking at the loading docks and looking at the bodies that are being oh. taken off the ship and the medical personnel that are coming in in their hazmat suits. And, and I'm, I'm not making light of it at all, but last visit he was bragging he didn't have that view because he didn't have that, that that view. He had the bridge and the sound or whatever the case may be. He posted at MJ's white bread, the schedule. Apparently they get a schedule. Someone comes to their door and, and puts this under it. And it's the schedule for deck visits of everybody. So you go first, if you are in the interior with no window, let mm-hmm. those, let those people, they get to go first. No I, kidding. I would hope so. Then it's window people with an ocean view. And then the balcony cabins. That's the order. And so what do these people do? And I, I did, I will tell you, I had a lot of questions after we talked about this. I started thinking about things like, so once they go up to the deck, what do they do? They can't, can they talk to other people? No. Can they hug? They are in, are they're told to stay 50 feet away from anyone not in their party. But like if we were together, we could be, we could hold we could, hands yeah. and stuff. But Sure. But you can't just go randomly hug someone. No, no, that's not encouraged. Not during the corona the coronavirus outbreak. No. The World Health excuse me, the World Health Organization this week said that the coronavirus is a bigger threat than terrorism right now. Oh, that's frightening. So you can't get in the pool. You can't do it. Like when you go out on the deck. It depends decks, on how much you love your life. Okay. It's not like you're going out for activities. You're basically just going out there to stand and breathe no, some air. Donna, no. They they don't have the go karts running or the the, the wave pool? No, that the the surf rider. Surf rider. That's not open during the coronavirus outbreak. The zip the, line. The, the, 
I feel like people think we're making fun of this. I'm not making fun of it. We're very, we're worried. We're worried. Of course we are. Of course we are. Matthew Smith at MJ's White Bread wishes for a swift recovery to all evacuees from the ship. Uh, from the ship. Meanwhile, how about more pictures of food? The crowd goes wild. Matthew, and then posts a picture of a smoked salmon moose, a cheese ravioli. I can't pronounce that nor that. A smoked duck salad and cod. Okay. Don't you love a good piece of cod? None of that sounds appetizing. <laughs> And how do they know, like, who's making all this food? Like, the workers? Are they quarantined? I don't get it. I don't get they it. go up and down the halls and, and, and with, like, room service carts. And knock. they set it down on the floor in front of your cabin. And then they knock on the door. And you have to put your mask on. Open the door. You're not allowed to go beyond the threshold. This is a lot of work. Had we all done that before? This is a lot of work. Yeah. So, I have been hopped up on Tammy Flu. And blood pressure medication and a vitamin D supplement for some reason. I don't recall why. Is that the excuse? And I have been watching TikTok videos for three days straight. Here we go again. We're back to the TikTok. There is a girl in a symphony who <laughs> who plays the iPhone ring on her glockenspiel. What does any what, of that mean? What What is the sound? What, what is it? Uh, I'm going to call you. Because, do you have your phone? Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course you do. You never without it. Um, seriously, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and I'm calling you. And she plays this on the Glockenspiel. I mean, she must be good. She's quick. I don't get. I don't it. think that's your norm. I don't think that's a normal Apple I- iPhone ring that you have. Call me. Call me in a minute. All right. Call I me right now. So we, call me, please, baby love. I don't understand okay. what what any of this is. Like, what's a Glockenspiel? What, what Glockenspiel is like a, a xylophone that's in the pit. If you're in a high school marching band, I believe. If you're yeah, up there where your daughter is playing the bass guitar, that's it right here. That's a Glockenspiel. I don't know, Donna, but there's a girl on TikTok who can play that on her Glockenspiel. There's also. Some kid in his high school marching band who can play the Pornhub theme song on his drums. Now, let me tell you. Okay, what is Pornhub? Let me tell you about the looks you get from other people, from dads in the stands. <laughs> how, do, how would they know that? I don't. Okay. And that's why I'm not familiar with this story. But I, I, Is uh, Pornhub like Grubhub? Huh? What is that? <laughs> what is that? What? What is this? <laughs> oh, we'll move on. If you, if YKYK, if you Catch know, you wishes. know. Yeah, yeah, okay, yes, this isn't going anywhere. It may leave, may uh, pick back up when we get home after we record the episode. I feel certain. No, what's what, what were you talking about? No, yes, there's a kid in his high school marching band who can play the Pornhub theme on his drums, and it is up. Uh, and it's become a trend. So now everybody is playing. But they, do they know what they're playing? <coughs> Donna, these are these are boys in high school. Okay. All right. Yes. They know exactly what it is. All right. All right. What else? I was, this in is the crazy. world of TikTok. Well, I was talking with Charlotte on the way home in carpool. Hopefully afternoon. not about Pornhub, but yes. Okay. No, but about TikTok. Okay. And, and I said to her, you know, I said, you know, what are the trends that you're liking on the talk? And, on the talk? Yeah. Okay. And she said, uh, you know, Dad, have you seen the POV trend? Do you know what that is? And I said, listen, me and your mama got that one down. What a point of view? What are we talking about? <laughs> I, 
I feel like this this is completely off the rails. Oh, it is not. All right. Okay. So, one of my favorites right now that was the Young Thug one is I don't want to make a girl go crazy when you're chilling like a number one baby. Have you seen that one yet? I, I, I don't did. have an account. I do not Here have an account. So I don't know where all my content comes from. I have no clue. I can't comment. I can't like. I'm there just to laugh and watch crazy videos. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I told I'm no, you, I'm no I, I threat don't, I don't, to the TikTok okay. community. Okay. Good. That's good to know. Um, I am not on it. I told you. I don't. I, I, you show me videos every now and then, and I'm, I, I just do. don't. Get and I don't it. waste your time. I'm not a fan of the people that run up to you and put their phone in your face. And point the, their finger at you and say, you got to listen to this or you got to watch this. No, I don't. You see, if I wanted to watch that, I would have found it on TikTok or I would have seen it. You know, those people, you can be one of those people. I try not to be that person. So if I bring it to you, it's pretty good. Let's talk about the broom, cha- uh, broom, uh, broom challenge. Okay. Now I do know about that, but uh, I only, well, do you though? I only know about it through social media. I do not know about it. It was I huge see, on I didn't the talk. Know, I didn't, but that's the thing. Half of the time, I don't know that this stuff is coming from TikTok. So you saw all of these people and they were supposedly, there was one day that mm-hmm. there were, again, there was some earth's gravitational pull Donna. that allowed you to stand up your broom and for it not to fall down. Right. Yes. And I tried it with our broom. And Failed. It fell. Failed. But then we tried it with a, our little broom. Like we have one of those little mini <laughs> um, brooms and dustpans, and it worked. Yeah. You think it's because it was little? I don't know. And like a 20% of a full size broom? I don't know. I think that maybe had something to do with it. But this was a big story because it only, this is the only time it was ever going to happen. And so people were standing brooms up everywhere. Turns out, and I was, I was pissed when i found this out turns out that the earth the the earth's tilt is the same year round this was all a i feel like that's something as adults we should know i didn't i clearly no one did it was a i mean everybody was standing their broom up there in their kitchen and there were kids on on the talk that would go to like target and and, uh, walmart and get every broom in the store and line them up in an aisle and have them all standing up yeah I, well, I'll tell you, this is what this So, but we know that it's not real now, Donna. So, how did you make your, were you in on it? If you, how did you find out about it? Is, I have a conspiracy theory here that the whole broom challenge, the people that actually had their brooms standing up, they they have some secret and they, they well, were we like, gotcha to the rest of us. We didn't for our little broom. Donna, you got to let the little broom go. Size matters. It, it, these are, these are regular Size brooms. Size brooms, not the mini brooms. Okay. I will say this is what kind of happens when you when these like um, challenges come out is you feel like you, like you don't want to do it and then you're like okay everybody's doing it so I'll give it a try like and then when our broom fell I was mad like I felt like I had failed I was okay, disappointed. Were you not mad when you discovered or or you heard that this was all a hoax? That if if the theory applies, then you could do this any day of the year, but you can't. It was a big hoax, Donna, and it's misinformation, and it's things like this, the hashtag broom challenge, that make me truly question other things that I've fallen in love with online or on social media, and an example is on Facebook, right after I found out that the broom challenge was a hoax. I'm on Facebook watching videos, and one scrolls up, and it's this bride and groom, and they have clearly practiced the uh, the. Dance at the end of Dirty Dancing, 
with Jennifer Grey and Patrick right. Swayze. I had the time of my life. I've had yes. the time of my life. When and he lifts her. The epic lift was a part of waist, this, Donnie. Yeah. Yes. And so it was at this reception. And she looks like she's flying. They nailed it. They yeah. absolutely nailed it. I now wonder, and I must wonder, is this shifty? Is this corrupt? Am I being hoodwinked by... Are they, are they really a husband and a wife, a new groom and a new bride? Who are these people around them? Are they people that they hired as extras? Because it was executed flawlessly. perfectly. Yeah, flawlessly. And after the hashtag broom challenge hoax, like a day earlier, I don't know now that I haven't been goosed again. Well... I mean, like, I, I know there are people who, when they get married, they go out and they, like, practice these dances. And, they, you know, they uh, like you've heard of people doing, like, flash mobs at their weddings. And there's these huge surprises. So I don't know. Maybe that's true. Here's the thing. You should not. We've talked about this before. Do not get your news off social media. You are a grown man. Okay? A grown man. And you are worried about being hoodwinked about a broom standing up. Shame on you. I mean, don't you have other things to worry about? Did you know there's this little thing called the the primary going on? Okay. In New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, but I mean, like, well, but the point of this is, is that you just don't get your news from those sources, from social media. Or can you? No. Are they all right? Or are there some bad apples? See, it, it, this is a concern of mine. I'm worried after learning that the hashtag broom challenge was a hoax that everything that you now see online is. Well, we, we got some, uh, hang on, we got some mail and the package weighs a pound. And you know what's in the pound package, Donna? What? Hang on. Hang on. Stacks of tickets to the Atlanta International Auto Show. Here. Love that. How many, how many you want? I'll take a bunch. Get those away on social media. JW and Shane Wilson at the Metro Atlanta Automobile Dealers Association, who who present the Atlanta International Auto Show every year, were kind enough to send us tickets for you to win. And I specifically said, hey, we got to have family four packs, if you don't mind. Yeah. And they said, you got it. You got it, Cadillac Jack. That's what JW typed to me in an email. And we're going to be giving these away because it is that time of the year. It's one of the biggest draws to the Georgia World Congress Center. Maybe there's a cheer competition. These You see a lot of that on TikTok, too, these cheer competitions. But the auto show, 500,000 square feet, hundreds of new cars, trucks, and SUVs from two dozen manufacturers all at one location. And it cranks up February 26th, five, five big days. You don't want to miss it. All right. For more information, go to GoAutoShow.com, GoAutoShow.com. And we will see you there. We're going to head down there. Yes. It's going to be a good time. And uh, hit, I'll hit your button. What? And subscribe you oh, to the podcast. Right. Yes. They're on site. From, we, right there on site. Right on your there phone. on site live. I wonder how much time I have lost out of my life standing in line waiting for a loyalty card or loyalty reward coupon to be processed. I bet it's hours and hours of watching you dig through your purse looking for a fob that I don't know which companies do fobs and key rings. And you have all these different ways that you can be a part of these special groups, these special interest groups. Okay, well, they're not a special interest Retail group. Retail special it interest saves groups. saves money. It's not like a pack. 
that I'm in, but it's like, it saves money. And here's the thing. I have this great app. We're going to start in the next couple of episodes. We're going to share with you some apps that we like that have like helped us and changed our lives. And one of those, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek is Keyring, And it's this app and you can load all your loyalty cards on it. And this is not sponsored. I actually love it. Um, and you pull them up. And I have one for, I have cards for Barnes and Noble. I have them for CVS. You do I and have, then you don't. I do. You do and do. sometimes you don't. No, I do. Or your stuff won't pull up. Well, it depends it's, on, like it's, it's a phone number. It might be a different phone number. Or We went to go see a movie, which we don't do often, at the Regal at Avalon. Oh, yes. And I, I'm a Regal reward member. Yes. But the, while you maybe get a free $8 Coke, which, which is, is a small on the menu board. Right, but it's huge in savings. Yes, but you lose 20 minutes of your life while they're trying to pull up your number. He did have to search. Yes, and the popcorn goes cold. And I just don't, I have a tough time processing. Is it worth, are are the savings, Donna, worth the just pain in the butt time lost? Yes. From standing there. Yes. Let's talk about CVS. Oh, I love it. So, okay, so I am in. The An alarm top, goes off yes. when Donna walks no, into any no, CVS. No. Because you are in the top 1% of savers. Super of savers. savers. Super savers. Top 1% of super savers. When her account pulls up, when we're at CVS, one of the four times a day, the whoever the cashier woman or man looks up and it's like seeing a, a, a TikTok, a star TikTok. Yes. In front of them. It's, oh my gosh, she's in the top 1%. I'm a CVS influencer. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. I've sa- I save a ton of money. You know what's so weird? I never shopped at CVS. And it started when I would go and get things for my mom. Because like, I don't know what it is. Like old people, a lot of old people shop at CVS. But then I started going. And, you know, I would get, because we go through buckets and buckets of shampoo and body wash with three kids constantly. constantly. That number didn't work. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I... Manager, manager to the front. I started saving a ton of money. And so somehow I ended up in like the top 1%. Do you know that I have been to CVS before where I haven't had to pay? Like I've saved like, it could be 70 something dollars and I'll end up paying like $2. It's incredible. And all it takes is putting your phone number and you just, you have no patience and you do not like to save money. Well, that's not true. Half. I have no patience, but I am all about saving money, but I want it to be a quick process. It's like a game for me. I love it. I started doing this even before you were let go from your job. Like I've always been like, you know, at Barnes and Noble, I'll save like 30% and Cole's cash. Cole's cash. Love it. I was talked to. Recently, because I used one of Donna's CVS reward bucks on a purchase that I made. A 20% coupon. I didn't know what that was. Right. But the lady just assumed that I wanted to use it. But I guess that's a big one. 20% off one item. Okay. The one item was less than $5 and it was a Hallmark Valentine's Day card. I was not happy. I was saving that 20%. For your one ticket purchase. But they expire pretty quickly. And you have so much stuff in your file that they pull up that it, I have seen, and I'm not kidding here. I have seen it crash the cash register <laughs> it has. at CVS it has, that's and true. The, 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 the lady behind the thing doesn't know what to do. Like there's no cr- control alt delete in the world. going to bring this thing back up. You know what I'm saying? That is so true. <laughs> that has happened. And I have to tell them like, you know, don't uh, like, I have to almost like I have to control the sale. Because they try, they're like, put your card in. You can go ahead and put your card in. I'm like, no, you can't put your card in until everything is 
cleared. Like all my coupons have come through. So not this only is you talking to yes. the cashier. <laughs> I have to kind of trained. I have to kind of control the sale. So I've taught the kids to jump in. Like if they're with you and they ask, like, do you have a you know membership? The kids are always supposed to say yes and just throw out a rogue phone number. That's that, just it. Though. That might work. <laughs> See, that throw throw out a rogue phone number that might just work. Yeah, I have heard you go five deep with phone phone numbers. I've never. We've been married for nearly <laughs> seventeen and a half years. I I hear phone numbers when they say that number doesn't work. The number's not in the system. <laughs> you, you pull out some number, and I'll be like, "Where the hell was what, what was that number to?" You know, that's my burner CVS phone. But you're all about it. Yeah, I'm saving money, saving the family money. And to go there and, and, and not pay a penny, you have to work for that. Already. Yeah. Well, I don't clip coupons. I, I'm not a coupon person. I never have been. But the loyalty cards, that's easy to do. Doesn't take long. It's my second act. A second opinion can get you first rate compensation. There are many, many attorneys here. Let me. I drove from Alpharetta the other day to Griffin from as far north in the city of Atlanta to as far south as you can. I saw, uh, I had probably, no kidding, at least 250 different impressions from uh, personal injury attorneys on billboards, many I had never heard uh, from or, or seen or heard about in my entire life. It's a very heavy lane. If you are in a car accident, it's a 911 call. Call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. You walk away from your car accident. You're thinking, listen, I, uh, you tell yourself, I'm okay. There's nothing broken. You don't know what's coming. The most devastating injuries are the ones that you don't see after immediately after the car accident. can affect your quality of life. You lost wages, medical bills. 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. I said earlier I was going to tell a story about me playing the role of Aretha Franklin. Yes, I'm ready. With the tambourine. I'm going to tell a Reba McIntyre story. I've always been a fan of Reba. Always have been. The first concert that Grammy, my mother, and I went to when I was 15 years old with backstage passes was to see Reba McIntyre. She was playing Gaffney because, again, I see the freaking peach. I'm 15 years old. So I knew we were in Gaffney for some country festival, I'm sure. I, at the time, worked at an AM country station. And so I had found somebody that was felt sorry for me and agreed to give us two passes to go to the meet and greet or something. Okay. Always been a big fan of Reba and catch her anytime she's around. Reba, when she was pushing a new project, I'm sure at the time, it's probably 15 years ago, she had a new album coming out or something, a new project to push because she would not invite 100 people in radio to her home just for the heck of it. I remember this in Nashville. She bust all of us to her ranch, Starstruck Farms. I don't think she has it anymore. I think, I don't know. But they bust us to her ranch, and she attended the tennis courts. Wow. There was food everywhere, liquor. I'd never seen so much liquor in my life outside of my mother's cabinet on the far right side above the silverware when I was growing up. People were falling over, stumbling. Reba cranks up her band. She's on a stage on a tennis court. And she goes into Aretha, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. At the time, I enjoyed a drink much more than I do as an adult. 
and I saw a tambourine sitting on the speaker. I was about three sheets to the wind. I, I was one of those, I, listen, I'll be honest. I was one of those people that had fallen over probably three, four times. Wait, okay. School. I'm. Uh, are you 15 with your mom? Or are you, are you <laughs> okay? Where's the story going? No, this was in Nashville. Okay, so you went right. as a radio person. Yes, and so okay. and so she's cranking her band up. She's singing R E S P E C T, and I I called over a photographer that she'd hired to take pictures, and I said, "Here's the deal. You got one. You're going to shoot your shot right now because I'm going to hop up on. I'm going to grab that tambourine right there. No. And I'm going to hop up on stage, and I'm going to join <laughs> Reba McIntyre." On R-E-S-P-E-C-T. He looked at me like I was crazy. I'm sure. And lo and behold, I, I dropped and I ran up to the speaker and I had to lunge a little bit, which I, I, I can't 15 even years this. ago, I know I could, I could, remember? I could sometimes I, I get at least one knee up and then I'd have to push myself over the stage to grab the tambourine. And Reba has the look, uh, just a look of concern. Well, I'm sure. Did she think you were going to like tackle her? What did she think? And I got up next to her. And as she is belting out Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, I'm playing the tambourine. I mean, like beating it like I've never beaten it before in my life. The next week, I'm back in Atlanta, and I get a picture that is in a frame, has a beautiful white mat around it, and it's personally autographed. Caddy, you can play my tambourine anytime. Love, Reba. I've seen that. We have that at home. Mm -hmm. And so... She's always been a fantastic hostess, whether it is at her home. Um, she was married to Narvel Blackstock. Narvel was in Elvis's band, played the drums. Did you know that? Okay, I did not know yeah. that. They got divorced. He was a good-looking man. They got divorced, the and um, his son went on to marry, uh, marry Kelly Clarkson. Yes, and he manages Blake Shelton. And also produces her show. Yeah, and Norval had that great hair. That kind of Marvel had good hair. That eighties, nineties hair, like it was, like you know, I could see him being a drummer in Elvis's band. Well, my sister Julie is in town for this show at the Fox, and there's a radio reception upstairs beforehand. And my sister has a drunk alter ego. My sister's name is Julie, but her drunk alter ego is Jujana. Okay, yeah, and Jujana got out of control and didn't know that Norval was Reba's husband. And my sister is firing on Norval Blackstock, not as Julie, but as Julie, Jujina, 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 Jujina might be better. And it was as if Reba McIntyre, you were here at this event. It's like, as if Reba McIntyre, she'd already left. She'd already gone to get her, 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 her hair on or something for the performance. To the concert. Yes. Norval. He was playing into it a little bit. And so our joke has always been with Reba that just like Chris Stapleton's wife, Reba always had Narvel with her on tour. Yeah. And I'm, I know it was so that she could keep an eye on Narvel. And so she would do her shuffle ball chain back to the stage and she'd dip her head back so she could look and see, see what's what going on on to? the side stage and see what Narvel's up to. You know, that's oh why Reba gosh. disappears about four times a show. Cause she shuffle ball step, shuffle ball step back, tilts her head back. Narvel. That's what she says. <laughs> there was another time at Harris. Yeah, when Julie. Yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, Gigi Gigiana a few times. Came out. Reba mm-hmm. played uh, Harris Harris in Cherokee County or Cherokee uh, North Carolina, and we took my sister. And I don't know why, but she turned into you thought she'd never heard music before in her life. <laughs> <laughs> She's having fun. But Eugenia came out there as well. She's having a little fun. R e s p e c t. I also threw, and I'm not I'm not proud of this. As I was leaving, I threw a baby Ruth in Reba's pool. Okay, why would you do that? Well, I probably hadn't eaten or slept in about four days by this point. 
because it was probably CMA week or fanfare or something. And I had a baby Ruth in my pocket for some reason. I, I wanted a snack, I guess. And and so I just tossed it in her pools. I left. Remember the duty scene from um, Caddyshack? Duty in the pool. Remember that? I bet Reba was like, this guy. <laughs> I've never told that story before. I don't know the Reba. I don't know the. T- I don't think you'll be invited knows. back. You may not be invited back. She had a beautiful home, though. Beautiful oh, I can't home. imagine. Beautiful home. It's always fun, like, to go. If you ever get an opportunity, well, you know, like, on some of those radio things, it was rare. But you would go to, like, someone's home like that. Or, like, um, Martina's husband, John, had that Blackbird studio that mm-hmm. he still has. And it's famous. Like, there's amazing people who've recorded there. And that is, it's like an amazing studio. And then... I remember when we went to a big event in Nashville at Fontenelle, and John Richard, he lived he there, bought right? It. He bought it. Wasn't it Loretta's home at one point or something? I think so. I don't know. Put Definitely put a Google on that, because he had like a guitar-shaped pool. It was amazing. Um, but that house is amazing. So anytime you can like kind of see behind the scenes of how an artist lives, that's always kind of cool to do. But I don't know that you're going to be invited back. I don't think she, I think Narvel got it. Oh, got the, got the farm? Yeah. Maybe so. You got to sell your home for what it is worth. It don't you want to maximize your profit while you're selling? Of course you do. You're going to maximize your profit. Sell your home on your timeline without being pressured. Call my friend Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors. They have a marketing plan. It's proven. It works. And it'll work for you. You better be ready to go if you list your home with Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors. System so powerful that it sold over 300 homes in two years that sat on the market and failed to sell with other agents. You can get, you deserve up to 18% more money while selling your home. 855, my expert at tracycousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. Tracycousineau.com. 855, my expert. Tell her we said hi. A lot of conversation on social media in the past week about, we'll start with, uh, the health inspection numbers. It's not just me. At Share2417 is Sherry. And we were going back and forth. She's a uh, a pod peep this week. She's a former health inspector. In around 2008 here in Metro Atlanta, and I asked her not to tell me where, the name of the restaurant or where, but she gave a 13. That I, was a low score. She gave a 13. I can't even believe six. that they're still open, that they stay well, open. Well, I don't know that they are. Oh, you mean that they would just shut them down that day? Exactly. Yeah, it was a six-hour inspection, she told me. Oh, I'd love... That's like, I would love to sit with her and hear her stories. Can you imagine the things she would tell you? I'm telling you, I got a lot of people that reached out that said they are just like me. They will walk out. They look at the scores. They completely understand how I am. You got a lot of support on that one. You did. Um, Let's see here. I want to say hi to Beth. She lives in McDonough. She's also a pod peep this week or for this episode uh, at wife of the fire life on social media. And her husband is an assistant fire chief in Clayton County. And she latched on to the conversation about husbands who never go upstairs, which I would not think that there was anybody else who had a husband who just doesn't walk upstairs. But evidently that's a common thing. I haven't been upstairs in eight weeks. I don't even know what goes on up there. However, this is what Beth writes. You sound like my husband. He asked me this weekend if I had put up Christmas decorations upstairs because he never saw them. Apparently, he hasn't walked upstairs 
since before Thanksgiving. I could have a whole other family up there, and he would never know. <laughs> Move some people in. You can reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you on social media at ATL Cadillac, at ATL Cadillac on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Cadillac Jack Page on Facebook. And you can also reach out to us. Very easy to do this. Leave us a voicemail. Send us a text. The number is 770-464-6024. David Chanley, intro of the show today. Love David. David is chief meteorologist at Fox 5 Storm Team, for the Fox 5 Storm Team. And, you know, the, the name of this podcast is My Second Act because it truly is my second act. I did it Atlanta Radio for 26 years. I was hired when I was 19 years old. And so at 46, I was fired. And it was all you'd ever known. It, all I had ever done. Right. And so this truly became a passion for me, but it is my second act. And it was five years ago this month that David Chanley, who was at Channel 2 for over 25 years, he was synonymous for a while, you know, for now he is with his new, it shows you how things change, but he, he started his second he act. He did. He started his second act. And David has a, a beautiful wife, Lynn, and um, his two daughters and son-in-law and granddaughter. And he moved in town and um, he used to make the commute from Snellville. He did. And you know what? He is super involved with um, Passion City, both him and Lynn. They are, which shows you that. Aside from your uh, work professional life, you can always have a second act doing something. I mean, they go and they're door holders. They call them door holders. And basically, that's what they do. They, they hold the door open and greet people as they're coming in. And um, their kids are grown. His daughter's very involved at Passion City. And, you know, I'm sure his granddaughters will, you know, be involved there as well. But it just shows you that, you know, we talk about this all the time, that like just because your kids have grown up and they don't play sports anymore, it doesn't mean that someone doesn't need you to coach you know it doesn't mean that they can't use you over at the school to do something so I you know one of the things that we want to kind of keep looking into and having conversations around are what is, what are some of your second acts you know like and, and it could be something as simple as my kids you know moved out of the house and I decided to go back to school I decided to take a cooking class you know I have a friend right now who is in this situation and didn't know what to do with her time and she started taking like Italian, like lessons on speaking Italian, you know. And so, I mean, I don't think that there's any point where you can't start a second act, you know, and it doesn't have to be a huge life change. Um, it could be as simple as I'm trying to do these small things every day. Just, you know what, I'm not going to have, I'm going to have more patience. Like we talked about in the beginning, I'm not going to be quite as grumpy. Don't let the weather make you grumpy. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, every day is an opportunity um, to kind of start your second act, whatever it is. We have a small ask of you. Three simple things. If you would, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. And once you have already subscribed, all the episodes automatically are in your podcast feed at midnight on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we're realizing people are cycling in even, listen, we're only a month in. Right. You know, so we're getting, you know, people that are new to podcasting every single episode. And, and just make sure you hit the subscribe button. You can rate and leave five-star reviews. For the pod, number three, show our sponsors some love. Yep. So um, our sponsors are 1-800-HURT-911. 
if you've been in a car accident, it's just a 911 call. Call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. And then also the Atlanta International Auto Show, which is going on February 26th to March 1st at the Georgia World Congress Center. As soon as we know when we'll be there, we'll um, let you know because we want everybody to come out and want to have a chance to talk to you. You'll be checking out social to win a pound of tickets yes. at ATL Cadillac, at ATL Cadillac on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Cadillac Jack Page on Facebook. Tracy Cousineau, uh, since episode one, real estate expert advisors. Call Tracy today at 855 My Expert. And Core 57, Milton and Alpharetta City Center. Core 57, be strong, be better, be you. Thank you for your support. Thank you, Colleen. Um, Local and, business owner. Yes, absolutely. And she's got two locations, and she'll get you ready for spring break. Cadillac Jack, my second act. Part of the App and Podcast Network, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thank you for listening. 